deal and create what he wanted until he confronted the darkness. Oh, y'all don't hear me. And speak to it. And he said, I recognize the earth is without form. I recognize that there is darkness upon the earth. And I cannot deal with what I need to deal with until I speak to it. Amen. Speak to your mountain. Speak to your darkness. Oh, man, I'm already going. <laughs> John 8, 12. Okay. That was my intro. But John 8, 12, I want to read some, uh, one more verse. Can we read this together? Let's stand for this one. Let us stand for this reading. All right, y'all ready? Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of of light. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, for your word is a, a light. A, the, your word is revelatory. Your words give us revelation and understanding. Lord, we pray uh, for uh, our minds today, that we may understand our ears, that we may hear our heart, that we may receive. Bless your word. Let your word become rhema to us today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, breakthrough. Tell them, I need a breakthrough. Yes, you may be seated. I'm going to talk to you about breakthrough. Uh, oftentimes in church, we hear this word a lot. Breakthrough is two words. Uh, uh, when something is in front of you that's blocking you, you need to break it, and then you need to go through it. You know, we had this uh, hurricane, Barry, right? And uh, what I recognize is, did you know that in New Orleans, after Katrina, they built this pump? They call it the world's super pump. That they, it can pump water to fill the Superdome. Anybody here has ever been to New Orleans Superdome? I have. Have you ever driven down I-10 from Houston, and all of a sudden you go through, and as you're getting over the, the water, boom, this big old Superdome, it covers up the whole sky. And the first time, I remember the first time uh, we went, uh, when I was living in Houston, I think we drove, uh, my brother-in-law, we, we drove to Atlanta. And we remember uh, going down. I said, can we just go by uh, New Orleans? Okay, you got to dip down to I-10 and it comes up the other side if you don't go over I-12. Right. And I remember, you know, as a little uh, younger guy, I, I was in my teens. And I look, I said, boy, when they say big, that thing is huge. Did you know that in Nor New Orleans, they got this super pump? That it can fill from the, from, the foot, from the stadium floor all the way to the rooftop of the Superdome. There's a super pump that can pump water in 41 minutes to fill that Superdome. Wow. 41 minutes. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Why? And, then, and now they have these uh, special gates uh, that, that they had built up. And they were saying, why? Uh, I remember watching the report. They said, because we, we want to block this and build this wall so that the water doesn't break through. The only way the water can break through is if something is broken and it seeps through. There are things in our life uh, that requires us to have a breakthrough in our life. And the reason why most people never re really have a breakthrough is, one, they're unwilling. Yeah. They're unwilling. I remember uh, 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 talking to people all the time and they would tell me, they said, Pastor, I want to have a good marriage. I want to have a good life or a good marriage. And I'm like, when I talk to them, I say, well, what's your plan for that? <laughs> you cannot have a breakthrough until you have a plan for a breakthrough. Yeah. 
You see? The, even the hurricane has a plan to break through the wall. You know what it is? Fill it up with as much water and blow as hard as you can until the walls break down and you're going through. See, everything in life, there's a structure. I remember uh, many years uh, uh, when I first got married uh, to my wife and we were still in an apartment. I remember joining the fitness club and had a personal trainer. And he says for you to break through and get bigger, you have to break through your old attitude and be motivated in your mind. Amen. You know, reason why most of us never have a breakthrough is because our mind blocks us. It's funny because my brother-in-law was picking me up. My brother-in-law Paul was picking me up from the airport. He said, you know, our mind is amazing. Nothing happens until we make it in our mind to make it happen. He said, you know, even for us, he goes, if I went to bed, he's told me, uh, interesting, when I go want to get up early the next day, I just make it up in my mind. I'm going to sleep. I'm waking up early tomorrow. And all of, all of a sudden, my body listens. And at early in the morning, I get up. But if I don't tell my mind, in my mind, that I'm going to get up early, I just sleep. Isn't it amazing? It's because Why? Nothing happens because we are unwilling. And when God says that he wanted to form the earth, he had to deal with his situation. What is the situation you're dealing with that is causing you uh, or needing or you're having to have a breakthrough? What is it? Have you, have you looked at it and say, okay, like the Lord looked at the darkness and the earth was without form. And the first thing he says, oh, for me to do what I want to do, there has to be a breakthrough. See, we cannot have a breakthrough when we keep going around our problem. We can't have a breakthrough until we figure out what's holding it up. We can't have a breakthrough until we figure out what uh, 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 is stopping us from fulfilling. God wanted to have an earth with animals, with trees, with fish, and with man. And he couldn't do it until the light of God breaks through the darkness. See, if you want to have a breakthrough, then you have to figure out what is, the, uh, what is the result that you want and then ask the Lord, Lord, reveal to me the problem that's causing me not to have the breakthrough. And then he says, let there be light. And that word light there means revelation. Brothers and sisters, you, you can't have a breakthrough until you have a revelation. You can't be motivated to have a revelation. You know, my wife and I have, have the last couple of months and I, I, I'm a believer like this is I cannot preach something that I don't live. See, I cannot preach about being excellent just in spirit, but I want to be excellent physically and mentally. So my wife and I, I was so convicted. My, I wanted to be healthier, so I started exercising. I started getting done. I told my wife, you don't have to be like me, but this is what I want to do. And you know what is the reason is? I've tried it years before. It didn't work because my motivation was not in the right place. See, you've got to get, to get a breakthrough and maintain it. You have to have the right motivation. I was trying to be big so I can look good. That's not a good motivation. I wanted to be GQ magazine. That's never going to be a good motivation, especially a guy like me. Right? I wanted to win money or look good and, and look good in my bikini. Uh, I don't wear a bikini, but look good in my swimsuits. See, that's 
not the right motivation. Until I got a motivation of why I wanted to be healthy, I could, the Lord had to reveal to me. He goes, the reason why you want to be healthy is because you have a wife and you have three kids. My dad died when I, he was 50. Not because of sickness, and I never knew my dad. What happens? I saw my friend, who was a powerful man of God, died at 64. His dad, my friend's dad, died at 64. 64. I got family members that's their age. 64. Preached to thousands, been to 100 countries, and died at 64. Because of health issues and not taking care. You have to have a motivation you, to, to get a breakthrough. You have to see, God, give me the reason why I want to have a breakthrough in my marriage. You got to have a reason. A better reason than just something frivolous, something fluffy. You need to have a revelation. See, God had a revelation because he wanted to fill the planet with people, with children. And so he said, man, for, for me to have children, I've got to break through this darkness. I've got to break through this thing that has no void. And the first thing is I need a revelation. There has to be light that comes into your life. Brothers and sisters, for you to have a breakthrough, you've got to have a revelation of God's word in your life. Because John 8 says, then Jesus spoke to them, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. You know what that means, to walk in darkness? It means that you don't know what you're doing. Because when you're walking in darkness, you really don't know what you're doing. Because where do you go? Nowhere. You would bump your head. You would stumble over things you don't see. You would make mistakes. And you could also fall into a hole and hurt yourself and end your life. Is because God never wanted us to walk through like that. We need a breakthrough. And the only thing that breaks through is light. Did you know that the word, did you know that light? Is, has no weight. It has zero mass. But this is funny about light. Even though it weighs nothing, like right here, I, I'm holding light. You know, I'm holding light right here. You see, I'm holding it. But it feels like nothing. Light, I'm, I'm going to get you, you scientists in the room. Light, look, I'm holding light, y'all. It's so light. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm Superman. I'm holding light. Did you know that the sun is still shining? You go out there and you can just put your hand out. You're holding the sunlight. But, but this is the interesting about light. Light travels over 113,000 miles an hour. Something like that. Right? Did you know that if you're able to travel that fast, you become light? You didn't hear me. And did you know that light has no mass, but yet light has force? Follow me. You, you, you educated people. So since light has no mass, it has zero mass, but yet light has force. So that means the reason why light has force is because of its momentum. And when you have momentum, it begins to move stuff out of the way. That's why scientists says uh, for people to build a spaceship to go fast, they're thinking about using solar sail, uh, sails made of uh, energy of light. And when that light hits that sail, it begins to push that spaceship into the space. See, brothers and sisters, the reason why in the spiritual realm is this. Sometimes we read the word of God and it has no weight. But if you keep applying the word of God, it begins to have momentum and pushes you forward. Amen. Yeah.
Because sometimes we read it and it doesn't mean anything. What do you mean I will break out as the morning as light, Pastor? That makes no sense to me. I'm not even light. I feel nothing. Sometimes when you read the word of God, you feel nothing. Just like when I'm holding light, I feel nothing. But if I keep staying under the light of God and the revelation of God, his light, which is his word, he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know what that means? That means when you're walking in darkness, after a while, you stop walking. You know why? Because it hurts so much to walk in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because every time you're walking in the dark, you might hit your head. How many times have we, uh, anybody here has ever walked into a house and it's pitch dark outside? There's no moonlight. There's nothing. How, how many times we bumped our head? The other night I was staying at that place preaching to the young people and I had to get up to go to the bathroom. It's a strange place. I've never been there. And I'm sleeping on a bed I've never slept on. And at the end of the bed, there was a bench. And I was trying to get up in the middle of the night to use the, re uh, the restroom. And because there was no light, guess what I did? I banged my knee on that bench and it hurt. <laughs> because I didn't have light. And you know what I realized the next time, the next night, I needed to use the restroom. I took my phone and I turned on the flashlight. I said, I'm not getting hurt. Why? Because when you have revelation of God, it begins to push you forward. Amen. Yeah. See, you might not, when you read this word, you might not think it's anything. I don't feel anything. Look, Pastor, I don't feel anything. I'm holding light. But if, if, if you can keep reading God's word, Amen. the momentum of his word will propel you forward. Amen. Even, though, not, even though light has no mass. See, I'm holding light. Look at all this light in the home. It's a hundred watt of light. But uh, it feels like nothing. And sometimes we go to church and sometimes we read the word. How many times we read the word and it feels nothing? But if you keep reading the word, that word becomes light in you. And light begins to propel you because there's momentum in light. Amen. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. So you got to keep on moving. That's why the Bible says this. It says this. Are you ready? It says in 2 Corinthians Verse 3 and 18, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed in the image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. You know what that word glory there in the Greek is? It's a word called doxa. It's when, it's when uh, Jesus was uh, uh, being baptized and he got out of the water and, and the Holy Spirit came upon him. And the Bible says it enlightened upon him. It sat upon him. And the voice of God came. This is my beloved son. Remember that? You know, in the book of Revelation, it says uh, uh, the, about the, the, the new Jerusalem. It says the city had no need of sun or of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. Oh, brothers and sisters, it's not just enough to go to church. It's not just enough just to say you're a Christian. But you have to live in the Word of God. Because the Word of God might not weigh anything to you. And you don't see the effect. But if you keep moving in the light of God, the revelation, that light in its momentum will push you forward. How else would you go from glory to glory? You ever understood that? When I used to read that, I said, I don't get how people say you go from glory to glory. I don't get it. How do you go from glory to glory? Glory is light. 
Every time you see glory, you see the light. And what I realize is you go from revelation to revelation. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, for it is here in 2 Corinthians 4 6, for it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, you might not feel the word of God. You might, uh, it, it might feel like nothing. Right now, you don't feel like a breakthrough. All you see is a wall. All you see is darkness. But if you would keep moving in the light of God, if you keep moving in Jesus, if you keep being obedient to him, eventually that light of revelation will push you forward. Just like light has no mass. It, it weighs nothing. You and I can hold a, a, a hundred watt of light in our hand and it feels nothing. You and I can go out and, and hold sunlight in our hands, but it feels nothing. But you know what? If you take that sun and that light, it begins to have momentum. It'll push it forward. It will push it forward. It will push it forward. I used to wonder, understand, it says, how does the word of God be like a two-edged sword? It begins to cut. Did you know that for people to uh, use uh, precision cutting, you know what they use? Laser light. What? How does light that you can't even uh, feel the weight of, you can't measure by mass, but how does it use to cut precision things? They use lasers to cut diamonds. Wait a minute, I thought the diamond was the hardest item. No, but they can use light to cut diamonds. They can use light to cut metal. How does light cut metal? It's because light has momentum. And anything it touches, when it touches long enough, it begins to move it out of its way. The only way you and I can have a breakthrough in the darkness of our heart, darkness of our life. There are areas in our life that need to have the light because the only way we can break through that wall, the only way you can break through the mountain that has held you back is by the revelation of God, the revelation of Jesus Christ in you. See, we want the answers, but we are not realizing that God already gave us the answer, which is Jesus, the light of the world. Light. Nothing can stop light. It keeps on going. It just keeps on going. And the, further, the stronger the light, the, stronger the, the longer the distance. You ever had those powerful flashlights? The reason is because the, 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 the thing that's generating that light is so strong. That's why you can point that light far. But if it's weak, it's because it depends on the ball, but it depends on the power behind it. There's a lot of us that has a, the reason why we don't get a breakthrough far enough because we are so weak in the faith that we have because faith is the fuel to our revelation. It is the fuel to get us far. It is the fuel. When you have big faith, it'll amplify and move stuff away. That's why Jesus says, if you have enough faith, say to that mountain, be moved, and it shall be moved in the sea. He didn't say, think about it. Hey, I need that mountain to be moved. Let me think about it. He didn't say that. Wait a minute. If you have faith as a grain of, that's all we need? Is enough faith as a grain of a mustard seed? And say to that mountain, it be removed? You know that? I never thought, what is that, what is that grain of faith? It's like, anybody here drove here? Yes, you drove. Does anybody here have a doubt that your car won't start? Right now, if I told you to go out and start your car, do you have a doubt it won't start? That's mustard seed faith. You don't even think about it. 
And God says that my word is so powerful. If, if it's just like you going out to your car and go, boop, it's going to start. And if it doesn't start, then you say, man, what's the matter with that? See, that's out of the ordinary. Because a man or woman of God that lives in faith, it should be an, a normal. It should be so normal that your mustard seed faith, you don't even have to think about it. Just imagine if you really think about your faith, how much more you can move. If all I need is that mustard seed faith to move that mountain, then what if I have this faith of God that he has given me that's so powerful? Move that mountain. You got a problem uh, in your marriage? Move that mountain. I speak life into my marriage. I speak life into my marriage. I speak life and love and passion. I speak uh, holiness. I speak righteousness. And I speak stop arguing in my marriage. You see, when your children aren't living right, or you have family members, I speak forth that I dedicated you. I pray for you. You will be a man or woman of God. If you have financial problems, be start moving it. Speak it. It's funny. I was speaking to our overseer. You know, uh, and, and, and uh, my daughter, my eldest daughter, you know, she uh, has talent and all this. And she finally, uh, she was so nervous, but she tried out for the club team. And she said, Dad, uh, and, uh, am I going to make it? That's the first thing, but am I going to make it? She finally made the national team at her age. But you know what that means? Nothing's free. <laughs> You know what that means? I looked at the price and I'm like, oh. And her coach will be a former professional player that played in Europe who's a giant of a man. I mean, a giant of a man. Right? Who played on the national team for his country. And that's who's going to coach. And I thought to myself, and, and our overseer said, uh, oh, that's so awesome, LT. You know what? Now begin to speak that God will provide that money for you to help your daughter fulfill uh, the talent that God has given her. Amen. He said, just start speaking it. You're going to get a breakthrough. Just speak it. And see, sometimes well, the devil wants to shut us up. Because when he can shut you up, you won't reveal the revelation that God has placed in your heart. You know, sometimes we, we think, well, I already prayed. Well, keep praying. Keep praying. Keep telling that uh, uh, wall to move. Keep telling that financial uh, uh, shortage to move. You've got to move. I need a job. I need, I keep praying. I keep praying. I remember praying for Pastor Daddy. I need a job. Uh, Pastor, pray for him. I'm going in an interview. We kept praying. We keep praying. We keep bombarding that wall of opposition until it has to have a breakthrough. Amen. Yeah, man. What do you need a breakthrough in today? See, because we just want to sit there and just, well, God, you know everything. <laughs> and your word says, you know everything before I ask. So why I need to ask? You ever be like that? I, we try to use God's word against him. I've done it. Right? And I remember, well, I used to argue with my wife when we first got married. He said, Lord, your word says she has to submit to me. <laughs> you know, that's how I try to use God's word. You, you need to deal with your daughter. You know, I used to be like, you need to deal with your daughter. And then the Lord says, oh, I'm going to deal with my son right now. And my word also said you had to die. You got to die your pride. You have to die to your own desires and your wants. Are you willing to die for, from, from all those things? Because if you're willing to die, then she'll submit. I said, that's Lord, that's cold. 
<laughs> See, we try to use God's word to justify the pain that we feel because we don't see a breakthrough. Oh, God doesn't work. Or we say things like this, God don't work. I tried church, it don't work. I tried what Pastor LT said, it doesn't work. I tried to do this, it doesn't work. I tried to do that, it doesn't work. I tried to pray ten times, it doesn't work. You know what? But you have to believe that God has our best interest in hand. That's right. See, when you know that God is good, then you know that when he doesn't, doesn't allow you to have what you want, then there's a reason for it. That's right. See, you have to trust God so much and say, God, there's a reason for it. I used to uh, think, you know, we pray, Lord, give us a child. I wanted a son. And, and I realized that God knows what he's doing. <laughs> right? So whatever God has led you and you have a breakthrough and you have a revelation, allow God's word and Jesus to break through. But you have to confess. You have to deal with what you are facing and begin to apply the word of God. So that the word of God becomes light. It starts moving you forward. It's easy. It's easy. To sit, sit there. And be satisfied. And adjust your life. For, God's, for the second best. It's easy. Because you know why? It's, it's, it's less effort. I'm good. And then we use, we use God's word to justify it. You know, the Apostle Paul says, wherever you are, be content. You ever, you ever do that? I do that. Be content. Be happy. I'm good. But that's not God's best. But what if God has told you and there's dreams in your life? Will you have a breakthrough? The only way you can have a breakthrough is let there be light. Let there be revelation in that situation. And if God doesn't want you to have it, you will know. God will move it. God will say, you know what? That time of that area, it's up. You don't need that. You need this job. You need this place. You need to trust me for your faith. You need to trust me for everything. But this, you need to know that no matter how you feel, you feel nothing. Just like me holding this light. I feel nothing. Because if I told you I'm holding light, you guys would laugh at me. But the reality is I'm actually holding light. I don't feel anything. But light begins to move things. It just begins to move things. For some reason, light, because there's momentum in light. Photons have momentum. They bang against each other and begin to move. You go outside and you can concentrate that light enough through a glass it begins to burn things up you see when Jesus or when God looked at the earth and there was no light there was no form and when there's no light things get cold nothing grows nothing really grows that's worth anything in pure darkness you know even though bats live in dark caves they still go outside and they still have a little bit of light. It might be moonlight, but it's still light. But if you can concentrate light enough, it begins to move things out of the way. 
You know what, when you cut something with, with light, it is because that light is actually removing something. So there is a break in that solid piece of steel. That means there is a break. That's why there is a break in it. It's, we call it cutting, but actually it's a breaking. And that light is actually removing opposition so it can be cut. So there are things that happen. There are things in our life that needs to be cut and broken by the revelation of God. Maybe it's our religion. Maybe it's our, uh, our emotion. Maybe it's our hard-headedness. Maybe it's our de own desires. Maybe it's our own uh, wants and not God's wants. Maybe it's our own will. Maybe it is our own hurt that needs to be moved. Maybe it's our own disappointment. Maybe it's our own demands. And God says, this, Jesus says, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Maybe there is not a breakthrough because we actually only want certain light in a certain way. But God says that when I come, light consumes you. Imagine this. No matter what, if we turn on this light, this light consumes everything it's under. See? Yeah, I'm making you think. But whenever you place something under the light, that entire object is consumed by that light. There is no darkness. I leave you with these couple of scriptures, one of, some of my favorite about God's Word. In Psalms 119, 105 says, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. See, when you got a light, you see where you're going. Yes. Is when you have the Word of God, you know God is good and He's not going to lead you wrong. But we got to keep going. Because sometimes we go for a little while and we stop. We stop shining the light. We stop being the light. We... It's great, but when you walk down a path and somebody just shines a little flashlight in the middle of the night when you're walking, and you can only go for that many steps until they turn off that light, you just stand there. Like, man, shine the light. What's your problem? Shine the light. Shine the light. Because I can't move until you shine the light. Because brothers and sisters, the reason why oftentimes um, we need the light so much is because you, many of us are going through areas we've never been before. Some of you are, are brand new parents. Have you ever had a son that is this old? That you've given birth to, ladies? No. You've seen other people, but you've never experienced restless nights. You've never experienced a, a daughter or a son that's been sick. You don't know what to do. You've heard how we did it, but you now you deal with it. You know what it is to wake up at 1 in the morning. They got 101 fever. Well, how'd you deal with it, Pastor? Well, this is how we dealt with it. But then you might appreciate what we've given you, but you really appreciate it when you experience it. Because sometimes we need the light. Because uh, people can talk about it. But when you're in it, you have to have the light. You have to have a revelation of certain things. Yes. Yes. Psalms 119 and 130, it says this, At the entrance of your words gives light. Yeah. At the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. We got to get back.
and start applying the Word of God. You know what the Word of God says? You have not because you ask not. Wow. So I'm asking y'all. I'm asking you all. God asking you. The reason why you don't have it is because you don't ask. And the reason why you don't receive it because the Bible says you ask amiss so that you can use the answer for your own lust of the flesh. What? So not only we don't have because we don't ask, but when we ask, we ask amiss. That means we ask out of order. We ask that is not God's will. And when we ask in God's will, then you begin to answer. We have to have God's word reapplied. We have to apply the word of God. If you sow, you shall reap. We also have to apply the Word of God. It says, faith cometh by hearing. I need more faith by hearing the Word of God. We need to have more faith about the breakthrough. It says, God, you said that I will be a, a, a lender and not be a borrower. You said in your word that I'm the head and not the tail. You said that you'd never seen the righteous forsaken nor your seed begging for bread. You said that with you there is an abundance, that, uh, uh, that you were rich and became poor so that I, through you, can be rich. That's the Word of God. Let us stand. Boy, you're all quiet today. I don't know if I blew your mind about light or not. But I don't know where you are right now. There's some of you that watching us that probably needs a breakthrough. You need a breakthrough in so many areas. Actually, our church needs a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough of God saying, God, are we moving on? Are we moving forward? Are we moving these things? Are we moving in the morning? But Lord, we need a breakthrough. We need a breakthrough in our family. We need a breakthrough in our marriage. We need a breakthrough in healing for our children. We need a breakthrough in the finance. God, we need a breakthrough for this, this and that. We need a breakthrough, Lord. I'm trying to train up next generation leaders. Lord, I need a breakthrough that somebody get a revelation to come. Not because I'm trying to build my own kingdom, but I'm trying to build your kingdom to instill things that you've taught me. Lord, there are some people here that need breakthrough in your spirit. Have a revelation in your spirit. What is it about? What is it that you need? Breakthrough. Lord, I need a breakthrough in my finances. I, I need a breakthrough. There's, we need people with jobs to have a breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus. I speak forth that. Job come right now in Jesus' name. As you come, if you feel led, you can come to the altar as they sing this song. Bless this word. Let this word be in your heart. Why don't we, I'm going to open the altars as you come. Spend a little time with Jesus. Talk to him. Tell him. What is it? Speak about it. Deal with your situation. What is it that you need a breakthrough? It might not be anything bad. You just need a breakthrough. Maybe you need a breakthrough to communicate with your family. Maybe you need a breakthrough to communicate with your spouse. Maybe you need a breakthrough to communicate with your children. Maybe you need a breakthrough in your business. Maybe you need a breakthrough 
in your personal finance. I don't know what it is, but you need a breakthrough. And let that light begin to move you forward from glory to glory. Why don't we come, spend a few minutes in prayer, and I'll come back and close.